Welcome to the Rich Talk Podcast. This is Amy Alexander, and I'm the Director of Marketing for the Chamber. And I'm sitting here with Creighton Bryan and Sari McCoy from RISD. And we're going to be talking about their new efforts to incorporate a trade academy portion. What are the trade academies and what what are you doing in Richardson? So we have a very rich history of a career and technical education department in Richardson ISD. And what that is, is if you remember, Amy, remember vocational ed, yes. the shop and home ed classes that we had so many years ago? Sure. Well, that has transcended into career and technical education, which focuses on all industries, not just a carpentry woodworking or um, culinary or anything like that. So we've expanded significantly across our country Sure. and the pendulum has swung. And so we now recognize that we have to prepare the next generation workforce. And so in Richardson ISD, if students are interested in going straight into the workforce or go to college to get to the world of work or through civic service, the military, mm-hmm. they're prepared to do so. So what we're focusing on Um, is really making sure students have relevant real-world knowledge and technical skill attainment while they're with us. And we also build the capacity for that social-emotional piece, those soft skills, employability skills that are so crucial. We want students to be able to gain employment and sustain employment. And for many years, educators were preparing, like K through 12, preparing students or the next step, which was maybe college. Sure. When we brought in the business industry partner, now you have a three-leg stool, and now it's intentional and it's meaningful because now we know where they're going for that world of work. And we're really excited about that. And I can just tell you, just to start this off, just to say thank you to the chamber (laughs) because the chamber is one of the most fantastic connectors or liaisons between education and business. We really kind of bring us to the room together. And that's fantastic. Well, I knew we had like a focus group or two um, before. I know we hear it for our member businesses, how much they're having a hard time getting your plumbers and your carpentry and electrical services. Is that um, so? I mean, one of my underlying questions is, is how do you know this is a real thing? Do you have any stats? I know we have country nationwide some stats. I wasn't sure if we had anything local. We use our regional workforce data to help drive the decisions that we make. We use Interlink a couple companies also to get data, but the chamber provides us a lot of that data and works with those companies at the same time. Uh, we have had multiple meetings that have involved uh, regional businesses, uh, a lot of those driven by the chamber. Uh, multiple times we met with different construction trades, uh, everything from contractors to roofers to sheep rockers, to people laying the tile uh, in our homes and businesses, and really got a lot of input from the people around the uh, Richardson area of what they needed, uh, where was our uh, skills gaps, where were our uh, hiring gaps that we needed to fill. And uh, we use that data and uh, to help drive the decisions that we make and the programs that we run to make sure that uh, our students can graduate and, and find jobs or continue their education uh, at the college level. The construction and education and business and gaming and all pathways that we have run through uh, career exploration, but they're all new to our PTEC. 
uh, where we've gone through and intentionally aligned these pathways to workforce needs in a combination with dual credit uh, at the same time to give these kids a, a jump start into future careers or a jump start into their college pathway of their choice. Uh, we do hit engineering, I would say more on the mechanical side of things, but we have a computer science side of things that will hit a lot of their computer engineering side, uh, along with a manufacturing uh, pathway too. So we try to hit multiple pathways alongside there. And, and you mentioned a little bit about manufacturing, kind of engineering and manufacturing and TI. Uh, we're working with these businesses hand in hand, creating partnerships and seeing what do you need? What, how can we meet your needs uh, in engineering? How can we meet your needs in manufacturing? And we're trying to prepare our pathways and work with these students to uh, make sure our students are prepared for what they need. Let it be, like I said, uh, coming straight out of high school or four-year college. And then uh, to meet the, the gaps that these individual companies right here in Richardson have. I'm gonna start that over. I really feel like it's important for our community and our business, businesses to know that we are preparing the next generation workforce to sustain the future of Texas. Mm -hmm. And really specifically, the work that we're doing, it changes our students' lives, their families' lives, and our community lives. There is a statistic that says that 65% of graduates come back to work in their area where they grew up, even if they went off to college and came back. And so if that is the case, we are your pipeline, and we wanna partner with you so it's meaningful to not just the student, but also to our community city councilman and I and I said what do you need because we don't want to saturate the market with students or now workers who have skills that they don't have jobs for so that intentionality kind of meets the needs and so we are able to ask the questions directly of those industries because of the relationships we've built through the chamber and other avenues but I can tell you in healthcare, in 2016 over 65 thousand eligible nursing school candidates were turned away from nursing school because of a lack of capacity and training space. And so in the high school level, if we are preparing them for that career, then we're a part of that solution. Well, I know I've read articles about how so much of these trade kind of um, professions were more, um, they're aging out. Like a lot of our people are hitting those older right. ages and it's just not, it seems to be attractive maybe for the younger generations. How are you managing to attract younger people to these professions? I can tell you that in manufacturing, we need probably 100 to 150,000 people entering into the workforce in that industry a year. And we don't have it. We have okay. maybe a quarter of that entering into the workforce. And that's nationally. What is attractive for them? And do we have the students to kind of fill that need around in Richardson? I think a lot of times it's changing the perception uh, to the students of what things are. Uh, our industries have evolved over the years. I think a lot of times we look back at manufacturing and we think of uh, it was a baby boomer generation. And what did they what did the manufacturing line used to look like? It used to be a dirty line where uh, people were working really hard, sweating on the lines. Things things have changed since then. Uh, mm -hmm. Technology has changed things tremendously. And, and those jobs have a different look and a different feel to them. Manufacturing looks more like engineering today than it used to in the past. Um, construction, our contractors, uh, things look different today than they have in the past. And I think really educating the students to what this looks like now and providing them those work-based learning experiences where we can get them out on the job site, uh, where we can share experience with them, let them know that they can make a living wage from this, that they can start in companies and move up and uh, really excel, I think is really helping us change uh, the way that they look at these different professions. Mm -hmm. 
are you having to do like an advertising campaign to kind of say, or is there like an exploratory function where they can take a tour and see if they, does it look good? Suddenly you're army recruiters or something. A little bit of both actually. So we do have marketing strategies just to really make sure that we increase the awareness of students and families in our community about the opportunities. And we briefly talked earlier about our career and technology pathways in all industry clusters. So you might be on an engineering pathway and you might earn some certificates and go straight into the workforce and get started working and making completely a livable wage. Or it might be in preparation for you to go to MIT and obtain your engineering degree. We have something for everyone. So when we say all means all, we truly mean all means all. And that could be in our criminal justice pathway. You might be preparing to go out and immediately go to work as a police officer, or you might be preparing for with legal studies to be an attorney. All means all. So we want to prepare you for the world of work and that knowledge, the skill, and that soft skill ability. We want you to gain employment and sustain employment when you leave us, regardless of the industry you're in. And that marketing piece is to be very intentional, that we really explain it. And often students can't be what they can't see. So we have to expose them to it. So this is the second part to your question. Mm-hmm. We do start in the elementary level of that inspiration and that engagement and that exposure so that they can have an idea of all the different options that are out there. Sometimes they only know what their family's always done. Mm-hmm. And until we actually provide them the ability to explore and engage with real world professionals in different venues, different industries, then they can really start to dream big. Well, and we use um, we use different events like iDream, uh, where we use, utilize the chamber and we utilize uh, the city of Richardson. We utilize our business partners. We utilize DCCCD and really take those kids and seventh graders in this case uh, all the way across the district and really uh, expose them to multiple careers and career choices and different events uh, throughout the day and utilize other companies too, like Junior Achievement and Tech Titans to really uh, get our students aware of what engineering fields we have in or what fields of business we have in. Uh, we're right in the middle of a reverse job shadow day right now uh, <laughs> downstairs and kids are getting a, a good view of different uh, areas in the business fields. Exactly. And thankfully, the chamber has a committee like the Education Workforce we Committee. Do. And I am proud to sit on that committee. Oh, perfect. And so being able to communicate you know, with those representatives and being able to share what we're doing, learn from them what their needs are, and being able to kind of use that as a platform to launch marketing or information shout outs or anything like that. So imagine if you were sitting across a desk from a candidate who was interviewing for your front office position, and that student handed you a file folder, and you open it up and you look and you see a transcript and a resume. You look over the transcript, congratulations, you were responsible, you completed high school and you got your diploma, that's excellent. And you say, well, tell me your favorite classes. And they said, oh, British Lit and Chemistry. That doesn't really help you as an office position. And then you look at the resume and chances are it's pretty much blank. They might have done some volunteer work in in their family's business or office or something like that. At that point, it's a shot in the dark about what type of employee you're hiring. But let's take it into a different scenario. Sure. Imagine you sit across from a Richardson student who's gone through a business pathway and their industry expert teachers have said they have mastered these skills and they are certified in Microsoft Office Specialist and Word and Excel and PowerPoint. That's a whole nother interview. It's a whole nother conversation. If you were to look at that and say, well, your teacher says in your portfolio that you've mastered the communication skills in writing and verbal communication. 
explain that to me. Give me an example of that. Totally different than over here. He said, um, and I'll tell you, I didn't go to school in Richardson, so sometimes I fall down on my understanding of how y'all work. Um, is there any, because I think the trade academies is at one high school. Is there at some point that we start busing people around or how, how does it go? Like if you show an interest in a particular trade, do you go to a, t- a particular high school? So actually we have career and technology education pathways at every high school campus. Okay. And then we have a healthcare career academy that serves all four high schools. So they are bused to that location, which is the Methodist Richardson Hospital on Kimball Road. Sure. And then we have what's called college and career ready school models. So Texas has four frameworks that fall underneath that. That's our T-STEM designation that we have at Berkner High School. We have a Wildcat Academy at Lake Highlands High School and a Mustang Academy at Pierce High School. And each of those academies focus on different pathways and different pieces. And so some of them are business, some are construction, some are manufacturing, some are criminal justice. And so depending on what the focus is for that framework, for that college framework or academy, if you will, um, students are able to explore through that. Got it. So where, um, what is the new piece of this as far as the trades go? And like, what was the process? I, I think you just started this year, right? Previously, but this is our first year and our first cohort for P-TECH at J.J. Pierce and Lake Highlands High School. Mm-hmm. Through those pathways, uh, we're kicking off manufacturing, we're kicking off business, we're kicking off a gaming and animation pathway, uh, we're kicking off criminal justice, education, and then we're kicking off our construction pathway that we were alluding to a little bit. Yeah. About how large is that group? Uh, we have about 70 students mm-hmm. currently at Lake Highlands High School. And we have about 35 students at Pierce High School. Well, I don't have to tell you too. I mean, we're recruiting these students as eighth graders, and we're trying to, and we're trying really hard intentionally to expose them to different pathways in the junior high and even down at the elementary school, so they understand what these what these careers are. And I had a student that uh, had come up to me last year when we were enrolling him, and uh, he knew exactly what he wanted to be. And he goes, "I want to be a contractor." He goes, "I don't want to work behind a desk." I know this is what I wanted to do. And uh, he had moved over from a private school back into Richardson ISD just solely to be in this program because he knew that's, that is what he wanted. Mm -hmm. So, and had another one uh, through our Construction Careers Academy. He was a senior last year in the pre-existing pathway we had for uh, construction and uh, that jumped on with a business that's partnered with us in P-TECH through an apprenticeship program that uh, is starting this year, making good money in a three-year apprenticeship Mm -hmm. program. And at the end of that three years, he's gonna be one of their general contractors. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of opportunities for these kids. Business is booming in the DFW area. you see they're building everywhere. They're doing construction everywhere and they can't hire enough people, enough good people. And uh, it gives them uh, the desire to come work with us and to put some time, put some effort into these kids and uh, start building that relationship at a young age. And it's we're really starting to see some of that stuff pay off. Um, I do feel like there's a, a turn away from people thinking, oh, college is a must have. Um, and yet there are some people who are still out there saying, oh, that's the only way you can make good, solid money is with college. And is there um, is there a thought or a perspective on each of these? Like this is viable for a percentage of your population and the college still are. I mean, especially with college getting so expensive. It is very expensive. That's true. But I think what we need to recognize is that it's not an, an or. I think career and college preparation is what we're offering our students. We're going to connect them to their future. College prepares them for the world of work. 
high school is now preparing them for the world of work. And if they choose to go to that world of work right after high school and maybe progress in their education later on down the road through a two-year college or four-year college, they're prepared to do so. Mm-hmm. So it's really an and instead of an or focus. And that's kind of a mindset shift, I think, for our whole nation over sure. the past decade or so. But I know that we have, for example, we have certifications that our students can get um, in welding programs across the state. And especially down in the South Texas area, mm-hmm. you can weld underwater. So it's kind of a marine type focus. You can do it for six months and you make six figures. Wow. I mean, that's incredible. So it's sustainable if you wanted to pursue a career pathway and go straight into the workforce. Sure. And then you can continue your education later on if you would like. Or you can go straight into a two-year or four-year college and you're well-prepared, ready to go. We want to connect all of our students to their future. And that's why having strong businesses, partners, is so important to us. So that we can meet their needs, that they're current, that our teachers are relevant, that you know that they stay up to date. I promise, Amy, you do not want me to teach you what I learned in nursing school back in the <laughs> early 90s. It's irrelevant now. Yeah. And so having these relationships is critical. And it's for all students. We're sure. intentional and meaningful in our plans and our opportunities that we provide kids for all of them, not just some of them. Sure. Well, that's great. And what are y'all doing that's more outstanding than either neighboring schools or other high schools in, in Texas? Well, I was going to say, and Sarah, it would be great to talk about this. Uh, for sure, our health science uh, program is, is uh, sure. cut above the rest. That's true. I think our intentionality sets us apart because we are focused on students having the advantage. So when they graduate from high school, they are steps ahead of other graduates in the area. And that's through our relationships with our business partner. And that's the community being a strong piece of that. It's making sure that they have early access to college, that it's industry relevant certifications that they gain. Um, And we provide all of that college you know, credit for free and the textbooks are for free and the certifications are for free. So we're giving them this huge boost. And then I think beyond that, we are building that social emotional capacity that we talked about. And that's not always everyone's perspective. Um, Again, we hire for hard skills and fire for the soft. Yes. And so I haven't done my job well if I didn't prepare you to be a team player, a problem-based participant, team player, thinker, being able to be solutions oriented, communicate well, take responsibility for your actions, good or bad. You know, that's on us to establish that and build that capacity in our students. How can our um, businesses, and and you might kind of talk through some options, whether you're a large business or a small business, how can we get involved and help you guys more? There's a place for everybody. I'm yeah. going to start by saying that. Um, we have opportunities across the board. Um, Dr. Stone uh, held a Partners for All luncheon where we brought in a lot of uh, neighboring businesses in to make sure that we were very intentional about finding touch points and mentors for all students sure. across the board to make sure that these students uh, like were exposed to the world of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, from day one. And we have multiple areas across multiple clusters that we need opportunities to do to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we concentrate on work-based learning in every pathway. Uh, and we start that uh, with exposure to the students. Uh, they come in and they say, um, they guest speak. 
they talk to the kids a little bit about what that looks like. Uh, we take students out to the work sites and the job sites and we let the students see what does it look like if I was in this field or what does a day in the life of an engineer look like? What does a day in the life of a manufacturer look like? What does a day in the life of a nurse look like? So where they start to kind of grow in that so they can see the opportunities that lie in front of them. They get knowledge about the job. Then we're giving them exposure to what it looks like. And then we're looking for those internship opportunities. We want these students to uh, understand what it's like to be in the field. And we want these students to be able to jump right in and uh, help out and start to build those relationships with those businesses, uh, a lot of them leading to jobs. Um, there's opportunities uh, all around. Sure, sure. And as um, Creighton said, Dr. Stone did have that Partners for All luncheon. And the vision is that we connect a student to a partner so that they have a plan upon graduation. So as our seniors walk across the stage and they've earned their diploma, they can also say my business partner is so-and-so. And that's such a powerful piece to be able to, to make that connection to their future. Earlier, you talked about um, curriculum development. Sure. And our business partners have a strong voice in guiding that because we don't want to offer, let's say a college level math class if it's not the math that the employees need to know in a manufacturing or an engineering firm. We want to make sure that we're relevant. So beyond that, guest speaking, all the work-based learning pieces Craig mentioned are critical. We do mentorships with students, especially when they get into their junior, senior years. We also have opportunities for students to work kind of on a capstone project in conjunction with a company. So maybe, you know, TI or State Farm is working on a project and they gave our students a piece of it and we were able to work on it with them and they received the feedback from the organization. Just that collaborative piece is just so critical. And then also in externships for our teachers so that they are able to maybe spend a week in the summer at that firm or organization on the factory floor, wherever it may be, to make sure that their skills are top and their knowledge is top so that they're relevant in the classroom. There are so many different ways that business partners can be involved as little or as much as they choose. We have advisory boards that they can serve on but I want so um, so much for all of our community businesses to know is that they have a voice. Mm -hmm. I think often businesses feel like legislators make a decision and it comes back to the districts and the districts make a decision and then businesses kind of get what they get. And that's not the case any longer. So they have a voice. So don't be afraid to be engaged. And if you're not sure how you want to be engaged, we will have a spot for you, just like Creighton said. There's a place for everyone. Is there an easy place where I can say, go to this website and this is how you get engaged? You can. On the Richardson ISD website, it's risd.org. We have a link for Partners for All, and we have examples of ways that you can be engaged with the district. And then also we have a Career and Technical Education Department, and my name and Creighton's name is on there, and we'd be happy to talk with you. I think it's good. We have we have a passion for career and technical education, and we love it. And uh, we're here to make sure that these students have a path and they have an opportunity. And and our business partners is is the way to that path. Um, I'm going to step back to in my teaching career a little bit. Um, I felt like I was um, doing a great job at getting students prepared for it, but didn't I lacked that uh, intentionality of having business partners and having pathways for my students. I had a lot of students that didn't go to college. Some did, some didn't. And I look back now and I look at 
with intentionality what we're doing with our business partners. And I wish I had that 10 years ago when I was teaching sure. um, because my students would uh, be at specific places working, making more money, uh, having a, a better opportunities for themselves that I could have helped guide them and not find it themselves. I see us doing that in Richardson ISD um, with every student in every pathway and being, like I said, very intentional about it. And I think that's what makes us unique. And I think that is good uh, across every cluster, what we're doing and perfect. Well, I think that's enough of our time. Thank you so much, guys. I'm excited about what you're doing and wish you best of luck. And hopefully we'll have a lot more business support coming because of this. Thank you so much, Amy.